Hello, magical souls, and welcome to the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. This is where we dive deep into the wisdom of our bodies in sex, love, and relationship, tantra, kink, wealth consciousness, primal embodiment, and so much more. Hi, my name is Michaela. I'm a sex, love, and relationship coach a tantric yoga teacher, and a lover of all things play and passion. So come along with me, open your ears, open your heart, and let's dive deep together. It's wonderful! It's magical! It's the embodied wisdom! Embodied Wisdom Podcast. If you can't tell, I'm in a bit of a funky mood today, and that is why we are talking about play. We are talking about play as medicine, nourishing, revitalizing, rejuvenating with this energy of play. Fuck yeah. Okay. I'm giving myself freedom to swear in this episode because I enjoy swearing. I think it it adds to my play. So be prepared for that, my friends. (laughs) So first off, what is play? What is play? Uh, Dictionary definition here (laughs) is engagement in activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. And the origins come from the Latin words, which I didn't write down because I don't speak Latin, for brisk movement and leaping for joy or dance. So play is just this movement of energy in a joyful way. It's moving energy. It's tapping into what makes you feel joyful and playing with it and moving with it, dancing with it, allowing it to come alive. And who can play? right? Who Who is allowed? Ooh, that word. Who is allowed to play? Hmm? Children, you know, people who don't take life serious enough, are they allowed to play? What about you? Are you allowed to play? Here's a little, here's just a little, you know, a little seed for you, a little seed. Everyone can play. Everyone, every single human, animal, creature on this earth can play. We were born knowing how to play, and it is a natural part of what we do. If you see babies when they are born, they don't have to be instructed to roll around on the ground, put their toes in their mouths, and make silly faces, and laugh and cry, and do all these things. They do it naturally. They do it totally naturally. And in our uninhibited human fullness, we also do it naturally. We also can express the fullness of our play. And in that, we get to return to that childlike innocence that just was a part of our nature that is so, so nourishing to return to. And with that, ah, we forgot. 
right? We forgot how to play. We forgot that we're allowed to play, that we're allowed to be in that childlike nature and put our toes in our mouths or whatever. <laughs> um, because at some point, you know, um, if you're like most humans on this earth today, um, at some point in your early upbringing, you know, you might have done something. You might have rolled around in a certain way or mm, said something that, you know, the people, the older-ish, less playful people around you, um, you know, didn't approve of or it made them uncomfortable or something like that. And so, you know, instead of kind of like, oh, wow, I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to deal with that myself, we react, right? That's what humans do. We react to things. It happens. Like, we're not going to shame or guilt anyone and be like, oh, my God, it's my parents' fault that I forgot how to play. No, we're we're not going to do that. We're going to realize that everyone is human and that it's just, it happens, right? It happens that a child or somebody does something that you don't like, that makes you feel uncomfortable, whatever, and you're just like, ah, blah, blah, don't do that, don't do that. Uh, no, that's not allowed. And so, you know, when you're that child that gets that messaging, you learn that or you learn from the culture. Like, it's not appropriate for you to, you know, play when you're not, uh, you know, when you are wearing a training bra now, right? Like, you're old enough to wear a training bra. <laughs> okay, play, get those Barbies out of here because, you know, those are things of the past. Like, you know, uh, just, just certain things that happen that, kind of tell us something different from our internal truth, which this internal truth is like, of course we're going to play. Of course we're just going to be silly and weird and, and, and you know, do whatever lights us up because it feels good, <laughs> you know, and we get this other truth that's really not ours from everywhere else telling us that it's not okay, that it's not appropriate or it's not good. Uh, you know, for us to play. And so we cut ourselves off. We cut ourselves off from our innate capability to play. And we replace this with other, quote, more appropriate ways to play, you know, for whatever age we may be at, or mm, also whatever gender we may be assigned, or, you know, whatever kind of, uh, just expectations that are put on us. Okay, these are your expectations, so this is how you get to play. And that may or may not be your truth, right? And so, you know, as we get older, we kind of like go into this like dullness where we know the ways that, you know, our culture um, most often likes to play, like, you know, drinking, going out to the club, and, you know, like dancing, um you know, but only at the club when you're super drunk, right? Or uh, watching TV, uh, watching the latest episode, that's fun. Or, you know, gossiping about the latest thing. And, you know, uh, those can all be fun or, or playful in their own way. But it's kind of just like this mainstream sort of like norm, you know, where, uh, you know, you have to fall into this certain thing and it can only be under the, these circumstances when it's acceptable, when it's socially and culturally appropriate for you to play in whatever way that you want to play. 
yeah, yeah, we we gotta do something about that, right? Like we gotta we gotta shift this somehow because play, as we already said, is such a big part of our nature as human beings. So we're we're totally cutting off and channeling this nature into a very very narrow kind of expression of what it really is and that doesn't really feel good you know it leaves you feeling so cut off from this really really powerful part of yourself this part that knows how to play so when we're talking about you know breaking through to new ways of doing things which is kind of what we need with this one of the biggest ways that we are told it is not okay to play is our sexuality, that it's not all right for us to play in the realms of our sex and our sensuality and our pleasure and the things that just make us feel good, right? Like, it's not okay for you to get naked and, like, run down the street naked and just, like, I love sex or pineapples, I don't know, whatever you love, like... Just like it's not culturally appropriate for you to do that. I mean, you might get away with it or, you know, maybe you'll get the cops called. But like either way, it's just not necessarily like, oh, yeah, that's something that I want to do on this Thursday afternoon, like Friday afternoon, whatever, you know, uh, unless you do. And in which case, follow that. Holy crap, do it. (laughs) Um, But the way that we can kind of uh, work with what we're given because we're given these these cultural norms and to to try and like power through them and like not listen to them at all you know can have a lot of you know consequences like with the law and authority and everything like that if you just don't listen to them at all or even with your social groups and that's really you know we are social creatures we we need that social structure to be able to to survive to be able to thrive in our lives you know it's it's like a part of our makeup we are we are very social animals <laughs> um and our socialness actually you know uh our closest linked primate relative is actually the bonobo which is kind of contrary to common belief Um, But our bonobo ancestors had sex, not just for reproduction, but also for social bonding, increased cooperation, and peace among the entire community. And this is our most closely related ancestor, as in the DNA makeup that we are the closest to, like the animal that is still alive today, is just fucking like all the time because it's fun because that's how they play because there's not a goal there's no goal for like oh I gotta find my bonobo partner and then get her knocked up and then we gotta raise a family together so that we can be happy like there's none of that it's just like oh yeah Everyone fuck because it's good and because it makes you feel good and we become better people and less selfish and, you know, more connected to each other. I, I'm saying people, I'm kind of switch like, like, <laughs> swip swapping uh, uh, bonobos and humans, which, I mean, uh, it's pretty damn close. But, of course, nowadays in our culture, 
anything outside of monogamous partnership geared towards making babies, you know, has some sort of connotation of wrongness put to it, even if it's not said, and even if we are very progressed in, like, you know, single ladies, and, you know, like, you don't need a man, or whatever, uh, you know, there is still this kind of overarching patriarchal, just like, man, woman, monogamous, marriage, baby, grow old, die, that's what you do. Like, there's that kind of heaviness that's put on our sexual expression. So we need a new paradigm. We need to get our roots back, you know? We need a new paradigm where sex is sought out on the basis of desire, enjoyment, and playfulness and not on the basis of power, status, and reproduction, right? Right, and and that's the vision. That's the vision, okay? That's my vision here, at least, <laughs> uh, that, I'm, that I'm proposing to you. <laughs> um, but, you know, what can we do right now? Like, what can you do right now to, like, make choices in your life that work towards that? Because what does that mean? It just means more freedom, more play, more pleasure, more enjoyment for everyone, and more getting back to our nature. When it comes to your sexuality, your imagination is key to play, right? Whatever you desire, whatever you can imagine up that really would like light you up and feel like, oh, this just like makes me feel like, you know, excited inside and just like, yeah, I want to try that. I want to go for that, you know, whatever you can, you can feel into that like really makes you feel like that. That is your edge, right? Like the thing that you're not doing that you're maybe like too afraid to ask for or say or like even say to yourself that that's what you want, that may be your edge, right? That may help you start creating this new reality where you truly are allowed to play in your sexuality. Like that's so beautiful. And whatever that is for you, that may just be like trying different position than like missionary that you normally do or, you know, whatever you normally do, you know, it could be, you know, uh, bringing more of, you know, the spiritual aspect into, into sex and, and, you know, recognizing that sex is an expression of the divine and seeing it as more than just this mundane act and tapping into the universality of the beauty of that, you know, that could be your edge. Or, you know, it could go to the other end of the spectrum and get a little kinky, you know, where we're going into role play or different characters, like getting to play a different character, getting to step outside of your mundane, like, reality of I'm always this, I put this, this, and this, and this, and this hat on every single damn day, and it's hard for me to take it off. This is a place, your sexuality is a place where you get to put a like a completely different role on you get to take all that stuff off and put a completely different role on like maybe you've always wanted to like you know play out that like sexy schoolgirl thing or you know maybe you're like me and you really really enjoy 
getting to like play out your primal nature. Like I very much enjoy tapping into my primal essence and just like being a big wild cat in the bedroom and just like and like going through what I want because that's what I want. Like that to me is play. And also like the softer side of it is like getting to be like a little kitten cub and just like be nourished by like, you know, your your big cat mama or, or something like that, you know? Um those are those are my ways to play, you know, and and there's so many different things you can try. Like you can try, maybe trying having having sex in a different setting, or even if that's not available, you know, imagining a different setting for yourself, right? Like like in your imagination, coming up with a setting that really turns you on or really like helps you feel like in this like rhythm of play and and excitement and joy. Um, you know, it could be actually fulfilling fantasies. Like if you have a fantasy uh, to, you know, bring in another lover into your relationship, like talking with your partner about it and seeing if that's a possibility, if that's an openness, you know, um, or just fulfilling the fantasy on your own. So just imagining that you're doing it can honestly be as fulfilling as it actually happening. I Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I, I've definitely come up with some pretty imaginative scenarios that have been uh, really, really deeply fulfilling, honestly. Um, and also just like a really simple one is playing like who's the leader, right? Like, like uh, of course, this could be related a little bit to um, BDSM and like domination and submission, but it can be a lot simpler than that, you know, where where it's just like if you're always the one that takes charge, in the bedroom, uh, you know, maybe swapping roles and saying, you know what, you take charge this time, you know, like, like switch it around. Or, you know, if you never take charge, like being like, all right, well, I'm going to initiate this this time, you know, and that doesn't have to be just in the bedroom. Of course, that could be like you initiating a date or initiating, um, you know, a date for yourself, right? Just like something that you create, you get to imagine it up, you get to create this playscape, Right, and then you get to go play in it. You get to go play in it, and doing all of these things helps you break through to be able, being able to play sexually. And what does that do? Because our sexuality is the root of us. It's at the very base. You know, if you talk about the chakras and all that, like it's the root chakra is our primal sexual nature. So when you can learn to play on that level, it naturally just like reverberates through your life and moves into your creativity, your self-expression, and your ability to tap into your emotions right? Your emotions. And that's the next point that I want to come up with is because when it comes to playing and when it comes to playing in sexuality and in your life and in different ways, playing with your emotions, being able to welcome in different emotions and like, you know, almost almost see them as like characters, right? We're talking a little bit about role play, but seeing your emotions almost as like characters that you can bring in and play with and be like, oh, okay, sadness is here today. Like how can we play with sadness, right? Like everyone's like, you know, driven in the car or something and like blasted that really sad song and just like sobbed your eyes out. Okay, well, maybe that's not the safest thing to do. But like you've blasted that sad song and 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 cried about it, or like you know you were you were like 
feeling yourself and you were just like playing like all oh, you ladies pop your pussy like this don't you know and you were dancing okay that's that's my jam for that but <laughs> you know you played whatever your song was and you know you were rocking out to and you were feeling yourself and you were feeling that like joy of just being alive you know everyone's everyone does that like we play these songs because they help us play right and what if we did that consciously right like you can you can consciously bring more play into your life to be like ooh, i'm feeling some things like let me just hop on you know follow my intuition to some song or maybe you have a song stuck in your head or something and you could just like follow your intuition to some form of expression go do that and then just allow your body to express you know i've had some of the most like cathartic, like releasing experiences when I just wake up with a song stuck in my head and you know how that happens and sometimes you like have it in there all day and you're just kind of like annoyed by it and you're like, ugh, when will this leave? What I find is that when I like have that song, no matter how like, why would I want to listen to this? This song sucks. Like, and I put it on anyways and I just like dance to it, like full on, just like allow myself to dance to it. Oh my God, like every time I do that, it's just the most like releasing experience where it was like the exact thing that I needed. Like my intuition knew what I needed, gave me this message. And instead of being like, no, you're wrong. I just like played with it, you know, and was like, maybe I'll follow this. (laughs) And following it led to this like deep emotional release and like nourishment of just like being alive, like feeling alive in my body. And yeah, that's the power of, like, you can intentionally play, you know, whatever it is, dancing, singing, shaking, moving, getting in your body in one way or another, you know, Uh, play is creative self-expression with no goal, and I mentioned that before, but just a hint, creative self-expression without a goal, doing this in all areas of your life can actually help you have longer, more fulfilling sexual peak experiences. Just a side note in case that's something you're interested in, you know, and so just bringing this creative self-expression, this energy of play into all aspects of your life, you know, uh, just in like little tiny rituals, right? Like creating little tiny rituals. Like for instance, I have a ritual where, you know, I, every time I go in the shower, I like sing, you know, or just like sing a melody or maybe I'll like make up a song or, you know, just like, even it's just like, like weird sounds that come out, like just like allowing myself to express like in whatever way that feels good. You know, you could do it. I I also like uh, rapping. I enjoy that as well. Like putting on some beats and just like, like letting the words fall out of your mouth and like, most of the time it's just crap, but it's, but it's great. You know, it's great crap because it's this, this expression of what's, what's alive within you that doesn't really get to come out on like a normal basis. You know, like your, your play could be through art. It could be through creating. It could be through getting together with friends and, you know, making up different, different ways to play. Like I have friends that I love to get together with and, you know, we play different characters and, and we do like little skits and stuff like that to just like get into our playful selves, you know, and it's not like we're doing that like 24 seven all the time, but it's like, we get to do that. And you get to do that with yourself and, you know, somebody that you feel close to that, you know, uh, would be open to that. 
And you get to create this little container where it's like welcome for you to be in that full creative expression. And that just flows into all of your life. It just flows into everything and helps you feel more connected to the flow, more connected to play and to that childlike innocence that is naturally a part of your being, you know, which can, which can bring up some stuff sometimes, but mostly it is just so healing and so nourishing, 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 nourishing to play. And that is why, that is why today I am calling play the best medicine, honestly, that I know of. And I will just leave you with this, right? Um, How did you love to play as a child that you stopped doing, right? How did you love to play that you stopped doing that maybe you want to pick it back up? Like, for me, I used to love rollerblading, and I just, uh, it was just my birthday, so I put it out to the universe that I wanted a pair of cheetah print rollerblades, and they're coming in the mail now! (laughs) And I'm so excited! back up right now you know and if you can't think of anything like if nothing's coming to mind you're like I don't really know how I played like I don't know if I if I remember that you know um you know just tune in and like if you could have a conversation with your inner child just ask them you know and be like hey how how do you want to play you know I know like how do you want to play like what what would really really light you up and and give you that sense of joy and expression that you desire you know what what is that for you (sighs) yeah just ask that and welcome in a response and do it go play (laughs) i love you 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 have a beautiful day love bye So go ahead and find me at Sapphire Roots on Instagram or Facebook, or go to www.sapphireroots.com to check out my latest offerings and to dive even deeper. Have a magical day, loves.